You're listening to the What the Chuck Podcast with Megan Rage. Does anyone else have a Mac and just like totally forget how to operate it sometimes? I swear this happens to me once a month. So you know when I'm show prepping, if I want to later post something to social media, I'll right click on the picture and go add to photos and then it'll just show up in my photo album on my phone. And I do this about a million times a day. Not an over-exaggeration at all. Um, But about once a month, I accidentally select set to desktop background because it's add to photos or set as desktop background. And then whenever I accidentally set a random ass picture as my desktop background, I can't figure out how to get my old desktop background back, which is, of course, um, my podcast picture because you're so vain you probably think about you I don't give a fuck my pot I'm promoting my brand for the nobody besides me that sees my desktop background anyways today I was trying to add a picture of pop smokes vandalized gravesite to my photo album and I accidentally set it as my desktop background so Desperately need to get rid of that because it's giving me anxiety. Um, It's not something that I'm even willing to leave for a day. Last time I did this, I accidentally set a bag of Cheez-Its as my desktop background. That I can fucks with for a couple days. This, however, I cannot. Welcome to episode 68 of the What the Chuck podcast with Megan Wage. Wage. I just said Megan Wage. So there's um, this concert venue in the the. Pacific Northwest. Um, And I was asking Amanda how to pronounce it because I had to talk about it during my show. And it's called Cuthbert. And I'm like, I sound like I have a list. Cuthbert. 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 I was like, is it Cuthbert or Cuthbert? And she said it's Cuthbert. And I'm like, that sounds very lithby. Um, So I've been really cracking up every time I have to talk about it this week because I just cannot take it seriously. Um, I was just about to say something and then I got sidetracked so quick. Funny how that happens. I am level 10 annoyed at not skinny but not fat. And Commanda, I'm just going to reiterate that she sucks. Her podcast sucks, but her social media is on point. For instance, last week, she got a PR package from Poosh, Kourtney Kardashian. Kourtney Kardashian also reposted her on her story. Like, how is this happening? I'm pretty sure Kourtney Kardashian follows her. And then Amanda was out with all the Bachelor in Paradise people. She was with Rachel Kirkconnell. She was with Hannah. She was with Serena. She went to catch in New York with all of them, just like just sitting at the table and like having conversation. And I felt like she was being low-key annoying. But how the fuck? How? And then this week she had Addison Ray on her podcast. Addison Ray on her shitty podcast. I want to listen to it, but her podcast is so shitty that I cannot even bear to do it. Have I just really caught? Can someone tell me that listens to her? Have I just always clicked on the rod, the wrong podcast or is she really that terrible? Because I just don't understand. I'm I'm jealous. Can you tell? Can you hear it in my voice? I am jealous of all the attention and all like I get it. She posts good on social media and she's good at promoting things that she believes in and stuff. I could do that, too. How did she get to where she is? Like, I would like to go back on her social media and try to find the turning point to how she became what she is now because I don't understand it. It is mediocre work. Does someone listen to her that can please explain to me the phenomenon behind her? I like it's weird, though, because I don't want to hate on her. Like sometimes she reposts screenshots of people that say mean things about her, accidentally DM her. And I don't find joy from that. Like I, I like her. I just don't understand how she's thriving as much as she is, (laughs) as much as she is. And it makes me jealous deep down in my bod, in my bod. Um, I'm trying to figure out what I wrote down on this paper. Oh, I wrote down calzone. So last week, Brett and I were huge pieces of shit. We were just so B word busy that we would get off work. We'd be like, oh, my God, what are we going to have for dinner? We door dashed more than I probably have door dashed in the past year last week. Did I say that correctly? What did I say? We door. Oh, I missed a word. Keyword more. Oh, you guys, I'm having that thing where I talk to. This is what happens to me all day during the phone. How bad does this sound when I'm. Oh, it passed. But you could hear what was happening to my voice right then. It was like a like a hiccup. Like I I just need to take a breath. This happens So many times during the day when I'm on the phone and I can't tell if like my mouth is making weird noises over the phone or if they think I'm like, I don't know. I can't explain it. Anyways, I'm gonna have to listen to that back and see what I sound like because it doesn't sound attractive in my head 
What was I just talking about? Oh, we door dashed more than I normally do in a year last week. And one of the days, I'm pretty sure it was last Tuesday after I recorded my podcast, we just wanted something quick and easy. And have you seen these things pop up on DoorDash where it's like, like, for instance, there's a Guy Fieri restaurant that you can order from, but it's not a brick and mortar. And then you know how Tyga brought out like Tyga Bites and they were these like chicken nuggets or chicken wings or whatever you can order those but they're not where are they coming from do you understand what I'm saying there's like these restaurants that you can order from on DoorDash and Postmates but there's not an actual store so where where is the where's it coming from what's happening so Brett is a big a big Yelper, which I never was because I had just always heard from business owners that Yelp was flawed and that it was kind of rigged. Um, and I've heard some horror stories and I've heard some heard some good stories. But mostly my friends that are business owners that have horror stories are my main motivator behind leaving Yelp reviews, which is why I've been so into it. We'll get into that. So Brett's always been a big Yelper and I'm always like, oh, I don't trust Yelp. But lately I have been. So he found this like Calzone, Cal's, I don't know, what's, is it, is it Caribbean or Caribbean? Is it Calzone or Calzone? Whatever. You know what I'm fucking talking about. The pizza, the Hot Pocket pizza. That's big. Um, the, he had seen this place on Yelp before and he had showed it to me. But there's no store. You can't walk in. You have to order it. So we took a chance. There was only one review on Yelp. I was like, oh, God, what are we doing? We ordered it and it was actually really good. I mean, like, am I going to crave it? No, but it was pretty good. It was like perfect size. And so I took some pictures, did a Yelp review. Someone nominated me to be Yelp elite. And I appreciate that. I also nominated myself. So I appreciate that, too. Um, And I got an email from like the director of the Yelp eliteness in Sacramento and he's really, really giving me high, high hopes. And, and, and I don't know. what. The, oh, my gosh. There was a song that played on Love Island the other day. Um, what was it? Something about a ci- cinema. And I ne- I've been singing the words wrong for God knows how long. I wish I would have wrote the song, the song down because I was like, holy shit, that's what they're saying. OK, here's the message I received from Yelp. Hi there. We see you've been recommended for Yelp's Elite Squad. Elites are our top role models in terms of reviews, adding both quality and quantity. I encourage you to keep up the good work as you are on track to become elite in the near future. Keep it up in terms of regularly writing reviews and uploading photos to Yelp um, of your favorite local businesses. When you're truly elite ready, we'll submit your profile and this will give you the best chance of getting your badge. Good luck. Alex, Yelp, Sacramento Community Director. Fuck Yes. So I had another little review to Yelp so that people would realize because I was sketched out. I was like one review. We can't walk inside. Like, where is it coming from? Are they making it in the back of a Goodwill in the back of a gas station? Like, I need to see where my food's coming from. I'm still a little uneasy that I don't know where, but I, I've noticed it's a popular thing. So if someone can explain to me how that works, that would be great. So I left a little Yelp review. What else? I left a couple little Yelp reviews this week. I left a Yelp review about Bennett's backtracking to Brett's birthday and the bar manager was like we'd love to see you back to give us another shot not that I wouldn't go back there I would definitely get some drinks and a cheese board but I wouldn't get like I wouldn't like get a full-blown dinner there anyways I'm just out here yelping away to try to be a yelp elite yelp elite yelp (laughs) to try to be a yelp elite and also it's kind of fun and it does really help businesses and I feel like that's a good that's a good thing right now so yeah, all about that Yelp life, trying to be a Yelp elite. Join me on this journey. Uh, I'll post a picture of the Calzone at What the Chuck podcast. It was pretty good. It was pretty good, except for the bullshit ranch that they sent. Well, don't come at me. Don't try. I know. Oh, I know you're not going to charge me a dollar for some bullshit packaged ranch. Not me buying four of them thinking I was about to get salad bar ranch. Not me. Getting got. $5 worth of ranch. It was some packaged bullshit. It was worth and worse than Hidden Valley. Oh, my goodness. Don't even get me started. Um, I was so pumped last week when Dancing with the Stars, the cast was released. I wasn't going to watch this year. Not going to lie. Not interested. Um, and if it wasn't for Cody Rigsby, I would not be interested. But he is my gay husband that I wish that I had because he just seems like he would be so much fun. 
And I'm obsessed with him. I don't think I've ever been obsessed with someone so much in my life. And this just means that I'm never going to get a shout out from him. He's not going to be on Cameo. I mean, I don't think he would do that anyways. But um, he's about to get too big for his britches. I hope it doesn't go to his head because I love him so much. So I'm excited about him. I'm low-key excited about the Spice Girl, Mel C, that's going to be on the season. Once Cody's out, though, like, I'm out too. Like, I highly doubt I'll watch the entire thing. I feel like there was someone else I was excited about, but otherwise pretty me- mediocre lineup. I swear to you, if it wasn't for Cody, like I would be very underwhelmed. I hope that he does so well. I can't wait to see who his partner is, but I also don't know how I'm going to manage another show during the week. Honestly, I do not know how I'm going to manage right now. Two nights of Bachelor in the Paradise. Two nights in a row, Bachelor in Paradise is legit killing me. And then I've been watching, oh, Married at First Sight. Who's been watching Married at First Sight? Is this not one of the best seasons that they've had in a long time? I feel like everyone that I was expecting to not get along, like Mirla and Gil, I was expecting them to hate each other. And they actually get along really well and really complement each other's personalities. And then Bao and Johnny, I, I don't know. I was expecting them to really get along and things have been weird with them and then who's the other girl Michaela I forget her husband's name I thought that they were going to be the best couple and they're about to break up they barely even spent three days together it honestly is the best season on just so many levels I love Brett and her boyfriend the girl's name is Brett I fucking love her and I feel like they look so cute together and I just I I love everything about the season so it's out on Wednesdays which is my day off but it doesn't come out until the evening so normally on Thursdays and Fridays I spend my lunch breaks watching which is just fun something to look forward to so that's how I manage that I don't know how in the world I'm gonna start squeezing dancing in the stars in with this like I'm gonna have to fast forward through the people that I don't care about and just watch Cody I can already tell that I might just watch Cody on YouTube the next day like I just don't know if I can commit that much time isn't it on twice a week or no is it just once when is this is us coming back you guys I forgot to post I forgot to post the video of little Randall again here's the thing I didn't save it to my camera roll when she sent it to me it's in our text conversation so every week after I'm done recording the podcast I take a shower wash my face I get on the couch and then I do my little you know episode without any spoilers but it's not in my camera roll so I forget I don't bring my list down about what I talked about I'll try to remember tomorrow. I'm sorry. I'm the fucking worst. You know what else is the worst? The cricket that's in our backyard. There's a cricket that is that lives rent free in our backyard and it's been keeping us up at night. And actually, it's been preventing us from sleeping with the windows open last night. We were up till like, I don't know, 945 and Brett was like, check the temperature outside. I was like, OK, at 77. I feel like we can turn the AC off and open the windows. So we did. An hour later, we're both like trying to ignore the cricket and we can't. So we shut the windows, but then I still have a little bit of a hard time sleeping, but then eventually I get to sleep. Brett said that he was up for a hell of a long time because we could still hear the the cricket over the window, over the AC. And I don't know if it's in our yard or if it's in a neighbor's yard, but it's so loud. Like it sounds like it's in our bed with us. And I don't know what we're going to do. Like last night I was like, what could I do? Could I go outside and scream? Would it stop? Like, I don't even know what direction it's in, but it's so loud and it's so fucking annoying. Have I ever told you guys that I have like a real cricket phobia? Because once in high school I was sneaking home um, into my parents' house and I heard a cricket and it sounded like it was also like right up on me in my eardrum. It was inside my sweatshirt. And I realized that. And I started freaking out, screaming, running through the house. It was like midnight. Woke my dad and my stepmom up. They had to come downstairs. I was panicking. They had to cut. One of them had to hold me down. The other one had to cut my sweatshirt off of me. So I'm traumatized by crickets. And so to sit there and just like G-mini crickets at night. Is that what it is? G-mini crickets or G-mini Christmas? G-mini crickets. Anyways, I don't like it. And our smud bill. I dread to think what it is this month. We have been cranking that thing like there's no fucking tomorrow. It's going to be so bad. Should I do a live reveal right now and look at it? Let's see. It'll take me a second to log on here. Do you guys even care? God, it's so it's going to be so bad. So we normally because I work upstairs and the office gets hot. I normally put it on at like, mm, I don't know. 1130, maybe sometimes 12. But if a customer starts to make my blood boil, I get hot sooner in the day. Like sometimes I can coast for a while. But if someone calls and yells at me and I get hot, like that's a wrap. Like I'm sweating. Oh, no, it doesn't show me the balance because it's populating right now. Well, that's good. At least it's kind of cut off. Oh, no, it's going to be so bad. 
oh, it's going to be so bad. I'm so excited for the winter months to not have a smud bill that's freaking $400. Oh, my goodness. Um, Did you guys hear about Joe Coy and Chelsea Handler? This blew my mind. Chelsea Lately, do you remember that show? I used to be obsessed with it. I used to literally be obsessed with Chelsea Handler. Like, I don't remember what I would do to try to get her attention. Tag her on MySpace, Facebook, I don't really know. But I used to really be obsessed with her. Um, I went and saw her once and it was terrible. She was wasted. But also Joe Coy used to come to the radio station all the time. Whenever he was in town, we would interview him. He definitely hit on me. Used to text me all the time, try to get me to come out to L.A. to stay with him. And I was like, hard pass on that. Not interested. He was super funny, but uh-uh. Uh-uh. not going to happen. Um, he looks super old now. I haven't seen him in a long time. And I happened to see on TMZ that him and Chelsea Handler were at a Dodger game. And he like had his arms around her like they're definitely together. And then he did an interview with TMZ Live and they were pushing him on it. And he was being like all coy, Joe Coy. Is that his name? Oh, my God. What an idiot. Joe Coy. Yeah, he was being all cool. Oh, man, that would have been funny if I would have been confident. And the fact that that was his last name, I thought I misspoke. Um, He was being coy in the fact that, you know, he was doing that thing where, like, I don't know what you're talking about, like, making it so obvious. And I'm like, ew, that's kind of gross to me. But it's just interesting because I never got that vibe from them, like, flirtatious. It, but again, I guess no one ever seems to have a flirtatious vibe with Chelsea because she's so abrupt and abrasive that it's hard to be flirtatious with her. I act like I know. But just from observation. So, yeah, that's a thing. I mean, he looks old. She looks old. They're both comedians. Good luck to him. I actually feel like I really like that couple. I just feel like what I know from him he is very like passive and I feel like she would walk all over him. But maybe she needs someone like that. Like maybe that's the perfect fit. I don't know. I'm abrasive. <laughs> that's Brett, how he thinks that's going. Oh, God. Brett um, does this. He does a couple new things with Benny. He fake cries. He puts his hands over his face and goes, ooh, ooh. And Benny goes, absolutely fucking nuts. And then... Also, um, he calls him by his new Brett's new thing is he calls tut tut. We both do. I call tut. Oh, here comes that that noise again. Like I'm not getting enough air. It's like I'm hiccuping. I have to catch my breath and then I have to do like this really intense swallow. Anyways, um, we both call tut tut. I call tut tut and toot. And Brett does the same basically. So at night now, um, he calls Benny by Squenny. And so it's goodnight, Tut. Goodnight by Squenny. And then I don't say anything. And he goes, aren't you going to say goodnight to Tut and by Squenny? I'm like, goodnight, Tut. Goodnight by Squenny. But he's also been roughhousing a lot, a lot with him on the couch, which I don't like. Getting him all riled up on the couch, the place that he's not even supposed to be. I'm like, we are not playing inside. We are not roughhousing. We definitely are not roughhousing on the couch. Thank you so much. Goodbye. Took him to the vet. His incision was all good. So we got the all clear for him to go back to normal life, which was so exciting. We took him to the dog park over the weekend, which he loved, made so many new friends. Normally when we're at the dog park, 20, 30 minutes, it's a wrap. He's done. He's in the shade. He's over it. This time we were there for an hour and we were like, okay, well, I don't see him getting tired anytime soon. So I guess we're going to have to wrap it up and take him home because if he's calling the shots, we're going to be here all day. And also there was normally that dog park. The reason I like it, it's not dirty. And by dirty, I mean like there's not actual dirt patches around. It's just grassy on this particular day. I don't know how this happened, but there was this huge mud area and Benny made friends with this dog named Winter and Winter kept going and laying down in the mud puddle to cool off. And every time Benny would get near it, we would be like, ah, 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 ah. and I feel like everyone was staring at us, like let him be a dog. But we had to then get him back in the car and take him home like as if. So um, he had so much fun, made so many friends and we took him to get a bath afterwards, got him some new treats that he's obsessed with. He was such a good boy getting a bath. I feel like there's some areas that he's gotten like a lot better in um, since getting the snip. He's I, I wouldn't say that he's calmer. His energy level is pretty much the same, but he just seems to be more tolerant of certain things. And also um, something else that he's been doing that's freaking hilarious. So we have these pool floaties in the garage. 
That's basically where we store all of our pool floaties. And so they're all kind of like stacked up on the side of the garage. And there's this one blue blue pool floaty that's in the garage. And it's kind of by itself like sticking out further than the rest. So whenever we take Benny outside to go to the bathroom, we bring him into the garage and we wipe his paws. And so normally he hates it. He like tries to play a game to get his paws away. But now he walks over to the blue floaty, lays down, and then lets us wipe his paws while he's laying on the blue floaty. And then he stands up and we walk inside. Like the funniest thing. I said to Brett the other day, I was like, is he doing the blue floaty thing with you two? He was like, yes, it's so cute. Um, And another thing, it's just like these weird little quirks that I'm picking up on. So we go in the, this happened two mornings in a row. We go out into the dog run to go potty in the morning. He pees, but I know that he has to go number two. So we walk around. So he pees and he starts to run back to the garage because he thinks we're going inside. But instead, I've been stopping him. We do a lap around the pool. And after we've done a lap around the pool, he runs straight back to the dog run to take a huge, massive shit. I don't understand how it works. Like he gets a whiff of the outdoors and like nature's calling all of the sudden. Anyways, so freaking funny and so cute. Um, earlier this week, he hadn't, Brett and I, I mean, we did, we've been doing so good on not mixing his kibble with anything. Like he hasn't been getting pieces of meat. He hasn't been getting peanut, he hasn't been getting treats. We, we stopped everything. Like it was either you eat your kibble or you don't eat. And we were so good all last week and over the weekend. Being so busy is definitely a contributing factor to that. But, um, let's see, when was it? Yesterday. I was eating my lunch in the kitchen and all of a sudden Benny started to throw up. He threw up three massive piles, different spots in the kitchen of bile. Like it was so bad. And I was like, he needs to eat. He hasn't eaten in such a long time. So I, let's see, what did I do? Oh, yesterday I caved after that happened and I mixed, I put some turkey meat, a deli meat in with his kibble and I seasoned it with his dog seasoning and I took the bowl upstairs and he ate a ton of it. But over the weekend, I went to my friend Danny's baby shower and she introduced me to her friend there who owns um, like a business where she's a pet sitter and a dog walker. And I was talking to her about just like going on vacation in the future and like, you know, contacting her for services. And I was telling her about how Benny's a picky eater and how I'm like worried about going out of town and whoever's going to be watching him and then getting him to eat. And she told me about this place called Healthy Hounds where they make their own food. And I, you know, I recently tried the frozen food that's like human grade at Pet Food Express and it was pretty good. He liked it. I mixed it with his kibble, though, and he did not like it. So I was like, OK, well, I mean, this was pretty expensive. If he doesn't like it, you know, mix him with his kibble. I'm not going to we're not. I mean, it's so expensive just to do an all raw diet. So anyways, this is basically what this is. She was telling me all about it. So she um, I wrote down the business name when I got home later in the evening. I looked them up on Instagram and they're right there on McKinley. I think there might also be a shop in the ice blocks, but I don't really I'm not a frequenter of the ice blocks. I don't like driving downtown to run errands. Like if there was something that I did down, like I just like going places in my sweatpants. Well, not sweatpants, but like, you know, bike shorts. I'm not trying to get ready. So if I have to go do something downtown, like it's going to really deter me from doing that. So McKinley, I'm all about that. So yesterday I emailed them and I was like, hey, I have a super picky eater. I just want to know if we can actually walk in and like talk to you guys or what your hours are. He responded super quick. He was so friendly. He was like, yeah, we have two recipes that are great for picky eaters. We're open until seven o'clock. So Brett got home from work last night. After we were both done working, we got Benny into the truck and we went to um, the shop. I guess we really didn't need to bring Benny, but I didn't take him for a walk yesterday. So I felt bad and felt like getting him out of the house would be good. Tell me why we drove past McKinley Park and he started like whimpering because he thought we were like getting super excited because he thought we were going to the park and I felt so bad. So we walk into the place. It's bright. It's super clean. It's like basically a shop in the front, but in the back, it's like this, you know, huge commercial kitten kit huge commercial kitten, huge commercial kitchen that they just, you know, make dog food in, which I feel like is the coolest concept. We walked out of there. I was like, God damn it. I wish me and you were talented in this field because we could make a fucking killing making like pet food. Like it's such a good idea. And I feel like this is just the beginning of that market. Like I feel like we're going to see so much more of this in the years to come, but just like making dog treats and making dog food. Like it's such a good idea. So we got two different formulas. He offered to give us samples, but I just, I didn't want to, I wanted to like actually buy some and, and check it out. So he gave us two samples and gave us some details. It is it is expensive. Like, are we going to be able to give him just a natural diet? No, we're going to have to supplement it with his kibble. So last night we come home. 
We put some in a bowl for him and he eats it so fast. We bought two different packages. One was um, beef and quinoa, pork and quinoa. And the other was like beef and sweet potato. And they he said they were the best ones for picky eaters. So we gave him... Um, each container was like four cups. We gave him two cups last night, ate it so quickly, woke up this morning, gave him the other two cups on top of his kibble and he ate it so fast. And he did eat some of the kibble that was underneath. And then Brett and I low key got into an argument about it this afternoon. I was like, well, I was like, I was reading on their website. If you buy the 25 pound bags, um, cause Brett was like, where would we even store that? I read that they split it into two. So you can get like one recipe the first half of the week and then you can go back and pick up the other half. And he was like, how much is it? I was like, I don't know. It ranges from like 88 to hundred and whatever dollars and Brett was like a week he was like we're not spending that much money on food for the dog and he's like we can make it ourselves and so that was like our whole next discussion there is a kit that you can buy at pet food express and it's basically all the vitamins and supplements that they need and so if you're gonna make them food at home you mix all that in to make sure that they're getting a well-balanced diet that you know fits them and what they need for all life stages But that's also expensive. So you think you're buying that kit, you're making a meal for them every week. Like, I feel like it equals out to the same price, whether we're making it at home and buying the goods to make our own food, plus the supplements or we're plus our time that we don't have. I'm just like, I just feel like we should pay for it. You know, they do it. They package it. We go pick it up. Job done. I do understand that it's expensive, but like that's what we spend in groceries for a week And we committed to getting this animal. And I understand that, like, you know, it sucks that he's a picky eater. And in most cases, this wouldn't have to be how it is. But this is where we are. You know, he's throwing a bile the other day. What are our options? So I slammed the door and I've just shut myself in here and, you know, was doing work. And then I went downstairs and we had dinner after tempers, tempers flared down a little bit. And then after dinner, Brett was like, "Okay, let's try to give him some of the food, the kibble mixed in with the new food. My thing was... When we mix things in with his kibble, the kibble gets ruined if he doesn't eat it. So we're wasting. We've thrown away so much kibble. But also, I didn't want to waste any of this fresh food by mixing it in with his kibble and then him not fucking with it because that's typically what happens. So we mix just a little bit in with his kibble and wouldn't you know it, he fucking ate it. I don't want to jinx it because I'm really hoping that my what would be ideal is we could get a bigger pack of this food or three small things of this food every week. So they're like, mm, I was like $7.50 for four cups and that's one day's worth of food. So I mean, do the math. I don't, I don't know. But if we got three of those a week and didn't give them two cups of it a day, but more so spread it out and that way we could supplement different recipes and gave him a little bit with his kibble and got him to eat both, then I feel like we'd both be happy campers. We're not spending $88, um, you know, a week on food and it's sort of like a happy medium. So hopefully that's going to be our saving grace going forward. Everyone say a prayer, cross your fingers for me because I'm really hoping that this is going to work. Moving on to Love Island. I, Brett and I did work over the weekend. We had a nice chill weekend. We watched so much Love Island over the weekend and everyone kept saying, keep going, keep going. It's going to get better. Holy shit, is it getting better? I I know that a lot of you watched it, so I feel like this isn't going to be, be a spoiler for anyone. I'm the only one that's behind. When I saw a preview of Toby saying, I don't like Mary, I don't like Abigail, my heart's with Chloe, I just about lost my shit. This guy has lost his damn, my heart's with Chloe, bro. What are you doing? And then Faye and Teddy, oh my gosh, that challenge with the movies where they were all sitting at separate tables and they saw clips of things that the other ones had been doing or saying, I've never felt so uncomfortable in my life. And that's where we left it. Like last night was the aftermath of all of that. Teddy and Faye, I feel so bad for Teddy. Such a nice guy. But at the same time, I act like that. Like how Faye acted, like I will pop off like that and say the meanest shit. Like I want to make you feel bad. If I'm angry, like I want to be so mean that I know that you're hurt because that gives me joy. But then I feel so bad afterwards, which I can totally tell is her personality. Like she's saying things that she doesn't mean to hurt him because it's going to make her feel better in that moment. But I already know the next episode that we're going to watch. She's going to feel so shitty for being such a hothead. I totally relate to that. So 
A couple people have said that they hate Faye after what I had seen last night. And I, while I understand and I love Teddy and I felt so bad for him in that moment, I also know what it's like to be that bitch, like to just feel that fire within you and just come at someone so crazy and be like, uh, I hope that stings. And then the next day be like, fuck, what did I do? I feel like the worst person. Then you're crying because you're a monster. Like Faye, even though I hate her big brown lips, she wears brown lipstick like who does that? And she's always reapplying. And it's almost like an ombre in the center of her lips. I don't understand it. Um, I relate to her on so many levels, even though I couldn't stand her at first. I don't like her fake boobs. I don't like. But then on last night's episode that I well, last night's that I watched, she was like talking about how Teddy's in a designer and she like goes thrift shopping. That was the last thing I was ever expecting. Also, Chloe is a fidgety little bitch, man. If she doesn't stop biting her nails, I'm going to lose my mind. She's always like biting her nails or, you know, doing something weird with her mouth. She drives me crazy. And I also felt so bad for Lib last episode when she saw that clip of Jake saying that he wasn't that attractive or he didn't want to rip her clothes. You guys, oh my God. He didn't want to rip her clothes off. I think she's so pretty, but also during that clip, Jake's face got so red and he got so sweaty. Like you could just tell how guilty he felt. So my prediction is because my friend Amanda hasn't spoiled anything for me, but she leaves me little breadcrumbs because she's already finished the season. And she's leading me to believe that Liberty and Jake don't win. So something must happen. So my prediction is I think Jake likes Mary. So I think something's going to happen with Jake and Liberty and Jake's going to end up with Mary. But I don't know who else is going to end up in the end. That would be the winner. Like, is it going to be Chloe and Toby? It fucking can't be because they're such a shit storm. Like, Toby is the most... Toby is just the fucking worst. I, I I love him. I don't understand why everyone's so attracted to him. He looks like a 12-year-old. Sorry, I had to take a drink. Um, He looks like a 12-year-old. And I'm just, I just, I don't understand why everyone loves him. That Mary girl is stunning. And she like, Toby? And that Dale guy. What did his teeth look like before? Can we get those back? Because these big white veneers are not doing it for me. He's and the necklaces. And also, I feel like I never see English guys that are wearing baggy jeans like his style is just. Oh, he's not from he's Scottish, isn't he? Anyways, I feel like guys in that general region don't dress like he does. So it's almost like a breath of fresh air. Not seeing um, someone's a guy with pants so tight that he's cutting off the circulation to his feet. Um, Yeah. Also, I really love that. Um, this season of Love Island is really normalizing your hair extensions just being out like these bitches just are putting their hair up and ponytails half up half down like track showing beads out glue strips on blast like they just do they're like I'm here and these are my hair extensions and we all know that I have them in so I'm gonna do my hair however I want and I don't see I don't care if you could see every damn track in my head normalize your hair extensions being out because we all know that you have them anyway so you might as well just let your freak flag fly. Anyways, episode of Love Island that I'm about to be on, I think is like 43 or 44, and I think they're 60 something. So we're really winding down. I think Brett needs a Drake, a Drake. I think Brett needs a break from Love Island. I think he's a little overloaded right now. I'm like every night, let's watch Love Island. Let's watch Love Island. We have like three challenges on our DVR that we need to watch. Things are getting behind because we're prioritizing Love Island, which is what happens every year. Now I could stop and roll right into another season. There's Love Island Australia on Hulu. Um, I feel like New Zealand's maybe on there. And then there's also other seasons of UK that we haven't watched. Plus, I never saw Love Island USA season one. Like we've got lots of surface to cover and I'm down to start right now, but I, I have a feeling Brett's going to need a little bit of a break. Another thing we want to start watching is Ted Lasso. Our new TV has like, I don't know how to work it yet, but there's all these movies that you can like, I, I really don't know how it works. There's all these different movies and TV shows that are available just on the homepage. So I was scrolling over the weekend because I wanted to watch a movie. We wanted to watch Black Widow because we haven't watched that yet. That wasn't available. So I wanted to watch that Matt Damon movie, Stillwater, that's apparently really good. And I thought it was just on Amazon Prime to watch like for free, but it was $20. So Buzzkill Brett wouldn't let us do that. Anyways, I was scrolling on the screen and I saw Carmen, a hip hopera. Who fucking remembers that? I used to have that taped on a VHS tape from the TV and I used to watch it all the time. Now, obviously, I couldn't talk Brett into watching it over the weekend, but holy shit, I want to watch it so bad. So my next opportunity when I have some alone time, 
please believe that's what I'll be doing. Um, another thing today that I read, I'm not really going to touch too much on this. I just want to tell you what the headline said. Um, this man attacked this woman and he shot her arm up with a vial of sperm. So there's a news. There's a headline for you. Um, something else. Ba- the Bachelor creator is really leaving some cookie crumbs about who the Bachelor is going to be. They have definitely already picked him and he said he's the most genuine Bachelor that they've ever. I just sorry, I just sniffed in the mic. The most genuine Bachelor that they've ever had. And everyone's just assuming that it's from Michelle's season. Like it's a guy that they have picked from Michelle's season. And apparently he's like the best guy ever. Like he's going to blow Bachelor Nation away like. Way to hype it up a lot, Mike Fleiss or whatever your fucking name is. So I cannot wait for the next season of The Bachelor. Not that I'm not loving Bachelor in Paradise. It is really good and there's a lot of drama, but it's two nights a week is just too much. It is too much. One night a week is good. I don't need two nights a week. Kim Kardashian, what do we think's up with her? Did she get plastic surgery? Does she have a really bad zit? No, she doesn't have any of the above because we ended up seeing her face last night. She did have makeup on under that getup that she was wearing, which is insane to me how it didn't look smudge afterwards. Like, you know, she has million dollar setting spray. So that's obviously why. But I just don't understand how we've gotten to this point of fashion. Like suffocating, cannot see... The most one of the most beautiful women on the face of the planet. I said it. And she's covering her whole entire body head to toe in a black T-shirt dress, which is essentially what it is. I don't understand it. I hope we get past this phase. She's been watching too much American Horror Story. If you know, you know. And also. Kanye, you know, the cover of Donda is um, black. And so he is now following everyone that he's following just has a black profile picture. And so I want to know what's happening. Like, is there more coming? Like, why does he do the things? Even Kim changed her profile picture. There's no, it's just a black circle. Like, there's nothing there. So what is there something coming? Should we be bracing ourselves for impact? I mean, it took him long enough to drop the album. I don't know what else could possibly be coming. But there's something happening. Fashion Nova changed their profile picture to the black circle. Yes, Jules. Like, go look at who Kanye's following. And they all have the b- little black circle. I don't know what's happening. I don't know if we'll ever find out what's happening, but whatever's happening is happening. You want to know what else is happening? Chloe. She was on Too Hot to Handle, and then she was on The Circle, and now she's going to be on the next season of Love is Blind. Have you ever seen one network use one person from the same reality show that many times, with the exception of MTV? But that doesn't really count because the challenge, like we have the same people back all the time. This is three different reality shows where she's trying to find, well, I guess The Circle, she isn't really trying to find love. But still, now she's going to be on Love is Blind. And are we expected to assume that people aren't going to recognize her voice and then fall in love with her because they know that it's her? Is she going to have to make up a fake name? Like, I don't understand what's happening. Netflix, why are you obsessed with Chloe so much? I do love her. I'm just shocked that they're using her on so many different shows. She must really rack in the ratings. Speaking of, have you been watching The Circle season three? Um, I think I've watched like three episodes. It's not that interesting this season. I feel like every season they have to do new things. Otherwise, people are going to know what's good. They're going to know what's up. Um, And so this season they've mixed a a few new things in. And uh, I just don't know. I'm not like, oh, my God, I need to get into bed and watch another episode of The Circle. I can't wait to watch. Like, that's just not me right now. I'm not feeling it that hard. What are your thoughts, questions, concerns? I might put a pause on it for the weekend or for the week and just watch it when it's all out because I don't I don't want to get invested and then have to wait like I hate that I hate that at least Netflix they roll out like multiple episodes at once we've been watching that show with Jason Momoa on Apple TV see it's so fucking good and every time an episode ends I'm like ugh. Why are we watching it week by week? I I don't like watching things week by week. I just want to binge shit. I just want to bit. Do you ever think that we'll be to the point in like TV where that is the case where like there's not new episodes of things every week and we're just getting everything all at once? Ooh, you know what else came out? The next season of Money Heist, which is so good. I was so anti watching that show. I can't remember if we started watching it when I did this podcast or when I had already started this, but it's basically... I believe it's in Spanish or Portuguese, one of the two. And um, 
instead of subtitles, it's dubbed over with American voices. And when I heard that, I was like, no way in hell am I watching that. And I'm pretty sure that I tried to not act interested the first couple episodes, but it's so good. Like it's undeniably good that you cannot even pretend. So I didn't. And I gave in and became obsessed with it. But it's been a long time since we've watched it. So now there's a new season. I guess Netflix released half of it now and then the other half is going to be in December. So I was telling Brett, like, I don't remember shit. So we're going to have to rewatch it. So I think that after we're done with Love Island, we might rewatch all four seasons or three seasons. I can't remember of Money Heist, which is going to be a lot. But we're about to be to the season where we don't do anything like this is tis a season where people chill. And let me tell you, I normally hate this time of year, but I'm really looking forward to chilling, which is crazy because I feel like that's all we've been doing for the past two years. And I feel like I'm just more accustomed to a slower paced lifestyle. But also, I'm ready to be able to take Benny out for walks in the afternoon. So the other morning, I woke up and at six something and I was like, holy shit, why is it still dark outside? Like that wasn't gradual at all. And I was kind of nervous about taking Benny out for a walk because Benny's not scary. So if someone comes up to us, Benny's going to be like, oh, you're my friend. So I leave anyways and I take him out and it's dark outside. And this guy on a bike comes up to us and is like, hey, I like your tattoos. Sketchy as hell. And I was like, thanks. He's like, what's your name? What's your dog's name? And I was like, oh, my God. Benny and I had to cut our walk short. We basically ran home. I was so nervous. So I don't. And then, of course, in the afternoon, it's too hot to take him. So it's been and then it just starts getting light, like right before I start work. And Brett's been leaving for work early. So it's just been a whole mess. So I'm excited to have cooler weather so that I could get off work and take Benny for a walk in the afternoon. Like that's going to be the dream. I'm also excited just to like have more downtime. I feel like all we've done this summer is like have something to do every weekend, which is good and also bad. I just I just want to chill. I just want to chill. You know what I mean? I'm ready for it. Um Starbucks. I need to cool it on Starbucks because I've been going too hard. Like I'm just like load my Starbucks card with more money and getting a drink that I only like half the time. So this Saturday I was having the worst day at work like you don't understand how mean people are on the phone where I work. It is bad, 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 bad. It is so bad. So my plan was to go to Starbucks on my 30 minute break, but you get so distracted. So my, I was going to mobile order like 10 minutes before my break and then run over there really quick. I get so distracted by phone calls. I can't look at my phone. And so next thing you know, it was time for my lunch break and I hadn't mobile ordered. So I was like, oh, I'm so nervous. Even though I know I could make it there and back in probably 10 minutes. Like I, I don't know. I was just. I was I was like stressed out because I didn't want to have the stress of getting back to work. So um, I sat down and pet Chuck for a second and then I wasted those minutes and I was like, well, now I really can't go. So I had posted a video of Chuck on my social media just saying like I was going to go to Starbucks, like my whole situation or whatever. And what's funny is this had been a couple days in a row that I was contemplating going to Starbucks while I was at work. The day before I had asked my two friends, Caitlin and Summer, I was like, would you guys DoorDash Starbucks? Because I thought Starbucks was on DoorDash. And Caitlin said no. And I was like, yeah, I'm kind of apprehensive about it, too, just because like it's open and like it's just going to be in someone's car. What if they take a sip? Like, I don't know. And she was like, oh, I'd just be worried that Starbucks would fuck my order up. And I was like, well, they do that anyways. So the next day I was like, fuck it. After I missed my opportunity to go on my lunch, I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to download it or I'm just going to order it on DoorDash. It's not on DoorDash. Starbucks isn't on DoorDash or Postmates anymore. I think it's on Uber Eats, but I don't have that. So anyways, I posted this video and Danae is the sweetest person ever. One of my friends from high school, she was like, I'm going to go get you a Starbucks. And I was like, no. And she was like, I've already left the house. And I was like, oh my God, well, tell me which one you're going to and I'll mobile order it and I'll buy you a coffee too. So, so sweet. She goes and gets me a coffee, drops it off of my front porch. I bring it upstairs and I immediately can tell that it's wrong. It's too dark. There's no cold foam on it. Like it just wasn't, it wasn't right. And I took a couple sips and it was foul. And I wanted to cry because I was just having such a bad day. And then I was so let down that I couldn't go to Starbucks. And I was so excited that one of my friends was going to bring me Starbucks and I get it and it's shit, you know, and that fucking sucks. And I used my stars on it. I got a venti, I used my stars on it, you know, it was a whole thing. So my friend Fran recently told me that you can complain through the app to Starbucks, which I never knew. And now that I know, they better Watch out. Somebody hung in her. She's complaining like a stripper. So I um, wasn't sure how to do it at first. I had to text Fran. She didn't get back to me. I figured right. Well, she did, but not right away. And when I'm ready to do something, I got to do it fucking right then and there. So 
sent an email. It was brief. I was just like, you know, you guys have been so inconsistent lately. I used my stars on this. My friend went and picked it up for me. Like all I wanted today was this coffee. I needed this coffee today. And it let me down. Like literally I was that bitch. And they wrote me back on Monday and they credited me back 15 bucks for the my entire order. But I feel bad because the store that she went to is not a Starbucks that I normally go to. And I had said that they were inconsistent. And she was like, I let your I let the store manager know that, you know, um, they you've been going to the store and it's inconsistent or whatever. And now I feel bad because that's not normally the store that I go to. But I, you know, after that one bad experience there, I won't be definitely won't start going to that one either. So coffee, coffee at home just doesn't appeal to me anymore. I did find a non-dairy maple oat milk at Trader Joe's that's actually pretty good that I've been drinking this week because I need to try to wean myself off of Starbucks. Like after I use the money that they credited me, I need to go on strike because I'm just spending way too much money and for something that's only good 50% of the time. So I really used to like the Reese's coffee creamer, but they don't sell it anymore. You can't find it anywhere. So today I was show prepping and International Delight is coming out with a pre-mixed iced coffee that is Reese's flavored. And bitch, if you see that on the shelves, you better tell me where you found it because I need it. Wasn't I just saying that I need an iced coffee? Like I don't normally buy pre-mixed iced coffees because I feel like they're always black and just not good and I don't want them. But this I'm, I'm about to. Fu- I, oh, you guys pray for me that it is good. Please, because I really need a good coffee that's at home so that I'm not waking up on my days off and every weekend like I need a Starbucks because I don't. I don't need a $5 Starbucks on my three days or not my three days off week, but I always want it on a Wednesday. I want it on a Saturday and then I want it on a Sunday. That's three days a week. And on Saturday and Sunday, Brett's getting it too. So how much money is that? Like, let's just round up to six bucks on a Wednesday, like 20 bucks on a Saturday. It's too much. I need to back off. Last thing that I'm going to talk about, actually two more things. Britney Spears um, being engaged. When I saw that Sam had posted the engagement ring and then took it down and said his account got hacked. Oh, really? Oh, really? Your account got hacked with an engagement ring that we saw you shopping for. Paparazzi saw you and then engraved as lioness. That wasn't you. Your account got hacked. Oh, cool. And then three days later, you engaged. Oh, perfect. I just feel like he has ulterior motives. And so I was all against him. I came hot on Instagram and I was like, I don't trust him. I don't like him. And then the next day he does all these things that are endearing and almost self-deprecating that make me like him. Putting a bag over his head and walking out of the grocery store and the bag said she said yes. Um, Him liking and responding to people under Britney's Instagram photo that said sign a prenup like Octavia Spencer was like sign a prenup. And he was like, yeah, we'll be signing a prenup. And then he commented on the prenup saying, of course, we're signing a prenup. I need to uh, protect my sneaker collection. I'm like. Okay, like, do I like him or do I not like him? Is he magic? Is he weird? Or is he totally, like, aware of how he comes off and how people perceive him? And he's almost, like, playing it up. I I don't know. I don't know how I feel about him. But anyways, Britney Spears deactivated her Instagram account today, which I feel like is a good move on her part. I feel like someone from her team advised her of that ever since she's been posting like ass shots and stuff. I mean, she's been doing weird shit and I try not to hate on her after I watch that documentary, but it's already a little far from my mind. I don't exactly remember everything that it entailed. But I do remember having a different perspective about her after watching that. I just think that disabling her social media for a little bit is a good idea. She's gearing up for her conservatorship, um, you know, court day in court. And also she's celebrating her engagement. So taking a step back is probably a good idea for everyone involved. Hope that this guy and her are in end up together forever. Um, Not trying to put that negative energy into the universe. But do I think they're going to be? Mm, I don't know. I honestly, I cannot get a good grasp of what this guy's personality is like. Uh, My friend Amanda finally went to um, the sushi spot, the drive-thru sushi spot. And she said she was going to send me a review today. I was like, "Um, Amanda, I'm going to need your review ASAP. And so here is Amanda. Amanda, not skinny but not fat, has Addison Ray on her podcast this week. Bitch, I got Amanda. So bye. T- you t- I take your Addison Ray and raise you in Amanda. So here's Amanda's um, recount of her drive through sushi experience. Okay, I finally went to the drive through sushi and I have a review for you. Um, it's in Clovis, California, which is like right next to Fresno. And the official name of the drive through sushi is 
Florici Express Sushi. I think I'm saying that word right. I don't know. F-L-E-U-R-I-C-H-I. Florici Express Sushi. I went at 2 o'clock on a Saturday, which is right when they open on a Saturday, hoping the wait wouldn't be that long. Eh, wrong. I was the fourth car in line, and it took like at least 35 minutes, but they make the sushi right there in front of you, so I get it. It was it was worth the wait, I guess. I paid $20, and I got a California roll. Hopefully, this one is real sushi for you, not you roasting me on the last episode for liking California rolls. Yes, I always get that, but I also got a yellowtail hand roll. Is that real sushi? <laughs> I also got the veggie spring rolls. Those weren't very good. I'm not even going to mention them again. And I got Thai iced tea, and it was $20. So the California roll was actually really good. That was only $6, and it was thick. The thick California roll, and it was really good. I did like the yellowtail hand roll as well. I don't think I was super in the mood for raw fish that day, but I made myself try to get something that you would consider real sushi. So I got that, and it was good, but it just, I don't know. I do really just like California rolls and not a ton of raw sushi, so I don't know if I'm the best judge of the drive through sushi. Maybe when I'm more in the mood, I will go and get a like one of their bigger rolls. They did have a really, like, good specialty roll menu I think and they were super sweet like the people who own it and work there they were really really kind and nice it was cool to watch them make it in front of me she thanked me like four times for tipping them which I was like of course for making me sushi um anyways overall I'll give the drive through sushi I don't know four out of five stars it was solid but I didn't really like dig too deep into the menu you know what I mean but there's your review thanks for listening Thank you for actually attempting to get real sushi. I do appreciate it. Would I have ordered what she ordered? No. And I also feel like the picture that you'll see at What the Chuck podcast looks like two raw chicken breasts sticking out of some seaweed. But those um, rolls she posted, they look chonky. Like I want to. And I also now that I understand when she was at the window, she posted a picture of the window. I'll also post that at What the Chuck Podcast. And I kind of got a better idea like, oh, okay. So you pull up and they actually make it for you right there. And that's why the line's so long. And that's why it takes so long. Like that makes sense. Am I still sketched out by the building? Yes. But when I go visit Amanda, will I try it? I mean, absolutely. She didn't. She's fine. She didn't get sick. No mercury poisoning, poisoning up in here. But please believe I'm going to get the real shit. Like none of this California roll. No, I'm getting the real deal when I go to the drive through sushi spot. She just told us what it's called and I already forget. Well, whatever. I was not expecting to talk for this long when Amanda was like, um, my recap of my experience was only two minutes long. I was like, longer, longer, eat up more time so I have to talk less. But wouldn't you know, it's the days that you least expect it that just surprise you. Glass half full, you know? Okay, I'm going to go wash my face and watch Bachelor in Paradise and enjoy my Friday with my day off tomorrow where people at work didn't discuss with me first and scheduled hella Zoom meetings midday. So got that to look forward to. I I got all these like, I don't like to check my other work email until I'm done with my regular job because I don't want it to stress me out. I don't want to see notifications. I don't want to like get sidetracked and respond. So today I got off work and I had two meetings scheduled. They're both for an hour. I'm like, no, no one is going to check to make sure that I have anything going on. No, we're just, okay. Oh, okay. I got, okay. We're just going to, okay, perfect. Oh, no, don't need to check. Oh, okay. So yeah, that fucking puts a wrench in my plans for tomorrow. I mean, not that I really, I mean, I did have plans too. My friends were going to come over. I'm going to be like, hey, do you guys still want to come over and just like, I don't know, chill while I take two meetings back to back and hope that they really aren't that long that they just scheduled them out that long to like block off time. I don't know. So annoying. That's the only thing that I don't like about having other jobs is that like I want my day off to be my day off. And right now I'm really feeling like my only day off is Sunday. Like tomorrow I'm going to need to work on the website and do all these other things. My nails. You guys remember when I got a manicure like four weeks ago? Oh, still rocking. And I'm to the point where the manicure is lifting at the bottom. So my strands of hair are getting stuck underneath my nails, which is the most annoying thing ever. So I really need to get that taken care of. This is why I don't get my nails done. I'm dreading it. I really don't want to go. I don't want to sit in a chair for however long and my back's going to kill and I don't want to talk to anyone. I just don't want to do it. I don't want to, I don't want to do any of it. So we'll see what ends up happening tomorrow. And then I also wish that I could stay up late tonight, but I feel bad because Brett's been getting really shitty sleep lately. So I don't want to like sneak into bed and wake him up. But man, I just want to stay up tonight. Watch the circle, 
watch all the other shows I want to watch. Brit, there's so many shows that I want to watch. There's a new season of Modern Love on Amazon. I had no clue. I love that show. Don't have time to watch it. So anyways, the more I talk, the less time I'm going to have. So I'm going to cut it right here. Catch you next week for episode 69, you creeps, of the What the Chuck podcast with me, Megan Rage. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow us on Instagram at What the Chuck Podcast.